Hey there, it's Friday, November 25th, 2022, and we've got the latest cannabis industry news for you. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Oregon Governor Kate Brown announced that she'll be pardoning an estimated 45,000 people for prior cannabis convictions for simple possession. The state will also be forgiving more than $14 million in associated fines and fees. These pardons will help remove ineligibility barriers for tens of thousands of people when they're seeking employment, housing, and educational opportunities. The pardon applies to convictions prior to 2016 for possession of one ounce or less of marijuana as long as they were 21 years of age or older, this was their only charge, and there were no victims. Governor Brown said in her press release, No one deserves to be forever saddled with the impacts of a conviction for simple possession of marijuana, a crime that's no longer on the books in Oregon. And following the governor's pardon, the Oregon Judicial Department will ensure that all court records associated with these pardon defenses are sealed, as required by law. Florida's Agriculture and Consumer Services Commissioner, Nikki Freed, filed a lawsuit earlier this year against the federal government. She was suing to allow medical marijuana patients the right to buy and own firearms. Current federal law bans anyone who uses cannabis, even medical patients, from owning firearms. And they could face felony charges if they lie about their marijuana use on the federal firearm application. Freed's lawsuit had argued that the federal ban requires state legal medical marijuana cardholders to choose between their health and their Second Amendment right. But unfortunately, earlier this month, a U.S. district judge gave a final ruling against Freed's case, stating that cannabis users, even medical patients, are simply too dangerous to have guns. Judge Alan Windsor also compared cannabis users to the mentally ill, saying that neither group should be allowed to have guns because, as he wrote, both categories of people can be dangerous when armed. But Freed said she isn't done fighting for cannabis users' right to own guns. She said, I will never stop being an advocate for full cannabis legalization. And with that, she announced she filed an appeal. Freed said, Our appeal today is an important step in the fight to make sure that no patient has to choose between their rights and their medicine. Freed believes that the ruling would not have gone against her suit if the state had sought opinions from licensed medical providers and advisors who she believes would back her suit. Freed said, Medical cannabis patients have the same Second Amendment rights as every American. Federal law cannot deem it illegal for a medical cannabis cardholder to purchase a firearm. We would agree and certainly hope that Freed has some success with her appeal. Russia's deputy foreign minister, Sergei Ryabkov, has just said that there's been new activity in the possibility of a prisoner swap for WNBA star Brittany Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan. ESPN reported that Ryabkov said, The Americans are showing certain activity and we're working on this through appropriate channels. Ryabkov acknowledged that the two countries have not yet been able to find common ground, but he said Russia is hoping for a positive result regarding discussions of swapping Greiner and Whelan for the Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. However, despite his optimistic statement, ESPN quoted a U.S. State Department spokesperson who said, The Russian Federation has consistently failed to negotiate in good faith. And they added, The Russian government's failure to seriously negotiate on these issues in the established channel or any other channel for that matter, runs counter to its public statements. Regarding any potential proposal for a prisoner swap, the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, said, Despite a lack of good-faith negotiation by the Russians, the U.S. government has continued to follow up on that offer and propose alternative potential ways forward with Russians through all available channels. 
Griner has been in Russian custody since February when she was caught at Moscow's international airport with a small amount of cannabis vape cartridges. She was sentenced to nine years in prison, and her appeal was denied. And earlier this month, she was transferred to a Russian penal colony. But Griner is, of course, not the only person in jail for cannabis. The organization called The Last Prisoner Project says that, quote, tens of thousands of cannabis prisoners are sitting in a jail cell today in the United States alone, with countless others languishing in other jails and prisons worldwide. Kentucky currently has no laws allowing for legal medical or recreational cannabis, but Governor Andy Bashir has long been trying to change that. Earlier this month, Governor Bashir issued an executive order intended to decriminalize medical cannabis. Governor Bashir issued a statement saying that people who were charged with or convicted of possession of up to eight ounces of medical marijuana could be issued a prospective pardon if certain conditions are met. The conditions require that the individuals have a certification from a Kentucky physician, which shows that they qualify as having a specified medical condition, and those people also have to be able to provide proof that their medical cannabis was purchased in a state where it's legal to do so. This bill that Governor Bashir issued does not change any laws or create any sort of regulation. It just means that the people who meet this criteria could be pardoned at the state level. This executive order will go into effect on January 1, 2023. But despite Governor Bashir's optimism, there are many other lawmakers in conservative Kentucky who've criticized the governor's action, calling it a power grab and saying it overstepped legislative process. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. Later.